Before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. The Hog Football Podcast is brought to you by GameStrat. GameStrat is the number one sideline replay choice for the top football programs in the country. Their system is extremely reliable, easy to set up and use, and they also have the best customer service in the industry. Go to GameStrat.com to learn why more coaches keep switching to GameStrat for their sideline replay system. That's GameStrat.com. G-A-M-E-S-T-R-A-T.com. Before we move on, let's talk about the fastest growing sports team software, All In Team Sports, and how it's helping coaches save time while streamlining their communication, scheduling, and so much more. It's no surprise that coaches are always looking for ways to increase efficiency and save time. That's why this software is so great. It offers coaches all the features they need to manage their teams, from player nutrition and health goals to in-app awards, document sharing, and a team feed that immediately boosts player engagement. This software makes it easy for coaches to stay organized and help their teams succeed. The software also allows coaches to set up a variety of different activities and tasks. For example, coaches can create a schedule for their team, assign tasks to individual players, and even create custom messages for specific groups or individuals. This allows coaches to quickly communicate with their players and keep track of their progress. Plus, the software also allows coaches to create and manage sports-specific activities such as drills and practices. And for all the football coaches out there, they have a video system that is built to work with Huddle that is top-notch. You can sign up today using, hog, using code HOGFOOTBALLCHAT to get 75 days entirely free. And I promise it will be an app that will replace all others on your phone. Check them out by going to allinteamsports.com or give them a follow on Twitter at allinteamsports. Hi, I'm Coach Tony Schiffman, and welcome to the Hog Football Podcast, where we talk all things football and all things offensive line. Welcome to the Hog Football Podcast. Uh, today I've got Coach Matthew Newby. Coach Newby is currently the offensive line coach at McMurray University, where he is an alum. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. I've uh, been coaching for eight years uh, all over uh, Texas, Louisiana. Played for some some major major coaches. Coached in some uh, some public schools, private schools. Uh, done everything: offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Been an interim head coach. Um, you know, he's, a, he's an offensive line guy, so he's coached everything but the defensive backs, which is, you know, not too uh, out of the norm. Uh, but super excited to have Coach here, and, and welcome, Coach. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Coach. Excited to be on. Yeah, thank you for uh, for, for jumping on. This is, uh, you know, it's uh, like I told you, this was kind of a uh, a quick a quick one. So, uh, you know, we're, yeah. we're getting you on here quick before you got to go do some uh, do some recruiting meetings and, and things like that. But uh, But we'll get you out of here. We'll get you out of here uh, pain-free and, and hopefully have a good time doing it. So. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Uh, first question I've got, and you've been around for a while. What uh, Talk to me about how the offensive line um, has played a part in, on, on some of the more successful teams you, you've been uh, been involved with. Um, just everywhere I've been, you know, when, when you have a good offensive line, you have a good team. When you got an offensive line that's just – they're tight, tight-knit group of guys, you know, play together – play together you know 
the fact of, you know, that they're going to be the guys that lead the program, lead the team. When things are going bad, everybody else is losing their mind. If you have those strong, strong-minded guys, those, those tough, resilient guys, the offensive line that are going to carry your team and program through those tough times, that's, that's what I've always had is, you know, guys that are just uh, mentally focused, mentally strong. They're, you know, when they, they, they bend, don't break. And when right. you have guys like that, you, you have a strong shot, regardless of what everything else looks like around around them. You know, when you have that unit on the field that they can bend but not break, that that's when you really have something something special going. Yeah, you know, I've 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 heard hundreds of coaches talk, give me that answer, and and I. It, it's usually it's usually fairly similar. Um, you know, when when their offensive line is playing well and doing good, their their teams are good. Yeah. Oh, my definitely. question for you and my comment that I've I've thought about a bunch and never really talked about it. How and this is this is kind of a just, you know, you and I talking. When you've got those groups, those groups aren't hard to coach. Like those guys almost police themselves a little bit. Um and you don't have to I mean, you've got obviously we have to do our job coaching and we have to do our, our spend our time doing our breakdowns and things like that. But when you get out to drill work and, and, and practice, those guys kind of handle it themselves. Am I, am I, you know, did you have the sim- similar experiences with that? Like where they just kind of, you don't have to do much. You just kind of have to play, you know, play dad a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, um, definitely the, the couple of really good offensive lines I've had, you know, I come off on the side, they come off uh, off of a series and, you know, they're, they're telling me what they did wrong before right. I can even get them on the sideline and on the bench. Right. Hey, on this play, we may have had a 10 play drive and they're telling me what they did wrong on play two. Right. I mean, when you have guys like that with, you know, a high football IQ and a high self-awareness of what they're doing, uh, of, of how they're performing. I mean, it makes it like, you know, it makes your day easy. You know, we right. always say, you know, everybody says, you know, you work hard you know, Monday through Friday to, to prepare for Saturday. So Saturday's easy. And, but when you have those, you know, high football intelligence guys that just are, are self-disciplined, self-aware, you know, those kind of guys, it makes it makes it so easy. You can focus on, you know, helping play call, the, the OC make play calls and adjustments because right. your guys are telling you what they can and can't do. When, when, you can, when you have a kid that can tell you, hey, this happened and I, I can't get to this guy, and, you, you know, you trust him enough to know that he's telling you the truth, it makes the the game planning and the play calling so much easier. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I've always told. I've told guys that for a decade, offensive line, offensive lineman that I've coached for a decade. I, I tell them if you can if you can tell me what you did wrong and how to fix it, it you're 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 on the right track. You know things are working. If, if you come to the sideline and I say what happened, and you say I don't know, then we've got problems. But when you can tell me what you need to do and how to fix it, that's that's when you know. Yeah we as coaches, you know, we're, a lot of it is the player, you know, they're very cerebral and they're very, you know, they understand, but, but some of it is us. And it's a little, you know, we get to give ourselves a little, a, a small, small pat on the back a little bit because we, you know, we're doing our job. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I always have my guys when we're, we're going through, you know, watching film, it's, you know, everything's the what, how, and why, what right. happened, how did it happen? Why did it happen? Right. You know, right. And, and when you have guys that are cerebral enough to come on the sideline and do that mid game and not have to wait for film, right. it, it, it right. makes series to series have to have so much easier to adjust uh, your play calling, your game plan and things like that on the fly. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. That's um, it makes our job easier. That's for sure. Uh, what uh so you know you're you're back at mcmurray uh you played there talk to me a little bit about what it's 
been like um you know talk you know touch a give me give me a little bit about what what it was like playing there and talk to me a little bit about how it's been being back there to coach there um because that's special being being able to go back to your your alma mater and, and coach that that's something that not a lot of guys get to do talk to me a little bit about how um how that's been and 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 some of the you know some of the real special things you can remember of, of your time there as a player well, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I've been here. This is my second day in the office. I've been, <laughs> you know, I've been on staff for about a week, but uh, you know, I was tying up loose ends uh, down in Austin, and then got up here this weekend, and I've just been rocking and rolling straight into it. Oh um, man! Well, yeah, you're 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 uh, you're you're fresh then. Yeah, yeah, straight straight out the oven. Um, <laughs> so no, I mean, man, to get to come back and be at a school for me, because like I was, I started off at uh, Stephen F. Austin. Yep. over in Nacogdoches, uh, got to play there for two years, um, you know, won the conference championship back in 2010, and that was great, and just, um, you know, I, I'm one of those guys, I'm self-aware enough to admit that, hey, I, I messed that up, I messed up my Division One opportunity uh, just by poor choices, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, and then McMurray came along, and that's when, of course, uh, you know, Coach Mummy was here, and yep. uh, it became a second opportunity for me, and I, I took that and, and, and made made a life out of it you know mcmurray is a place that um of course yes near and dear to my heart and my family is where i met my wife um you know and to get to be back here in abilene and and raise a family raise my son and daughter here um you know that's going to be something that a moment in life that i will cherish forever right um you know coming here and playing here i got i got i got kind of lucky and like i like i mentioned playing for uh how mummy i mean you know who, who who better to play for you know um and then his offensive line coach uh, Mason Miller at the time was uh, he's now at, he was with Leach of course um, at Mississippi State in Washington, yep. and he's now the uh, OC over at uh, Tarleton. But uh, um, you know playing for those guys and getting to experience the things that we did, you know we were a division we were division going into Division two at the time um, school and we were playing and beating Division one schools you know right. so it was one of those you know magical things where to get to be a part of that success and, you know, to help put that program on that level. And since we have gone back down to D3, but, you know, one of the big things for me is um, our head coach here, Coach Neil, I can't, cannot say enough about what he is doing for the program. And if I had to boil it down, he is probably the number one reason why I decided to come back and seeing the the vision he has for um, not just football, but just for bringing the level of the school up as a whole. He's one of those guys who doesn't just think about, the football program i mean he's involved in all the other you know meetings and everything strategic planning all that kind of fun stuff that goes on here uh at the university but to, to get the coach with a guy like him that you know it, it's much deeper than football right and to see that he's taking something in a place that of course like i said is near and dear to my heart and trying to make it you know put it back on that level that it was when i was here and we were rocking out wins and winning a division two bowl game and all that kind of fun stuff you know, it, it's something that, you know, I want to be a part of and give back to a, a university that gave me a second lease in life, you right. know, a second opportunity. And, you know, to, to impart maybe some of the wisdom and some of the mistakes that I made into these, the guys that I'm going to have now and, and give right. them the opportunity, you know, only a fool learns from his own mistakes. Right. So, yeah, um, to help them guide them through a school that, of course, I'm familiar with and how things work here and things like that to kind of give them a better opportunity and a better foothold when they leave here and graduate and, and go on to become, you know, fathers, husbands, things like that. So 
Um, I just, you know, can't say enough, of course, about the opportunity to get to come up here and, and, and be a part of this. Yeah, no, that, and that's, I mean, that's shoot. That's why we coach, you know, like I, I, we coach, especially, you know, at the, at the division three level, you're, you're coaching. Are you going to get every now and again, that, that rare diamond in the rough that can go give a the NFL a shot? Sure. But, but we're, we're coaching guys to be professional. I always talk, I always say this when I'm recruiting, you know, professional doctors and professional lawyers and, and people of high character and, and that's what we're that's what we're doing, and that's awesome that you can. You know, it, it's a it's a. Is it something you want for everybody? You don't you know, you don't want you don't want everyone to go through those trials and tribulations. But you went through them, and you can talk about them now with those guys, and you can you can relate, um, you can relate with them a lot more than, than some other people can, and and that's that's huge. That's huge in recruiting. That's huge in retention. That's huge in, in getting those guys to buy in and believe in what you're, you're doing as a coach and what you're about. So I you know that's that's awesome that 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 you can do that for those guys now and and that's commendable so um yeah no it's it's like i said it's a great opportunity and and and, and you know after i left the, the program kind of took a bit of nosedive you know we right. had some discrepancies and issues and yada 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 but again speaking on coach neil and he'll probably if he hears this he'll get on to me for bragging about him so much <laughs> but you know he, he man he's turned it around you know i mean yeah yeah it, it, it's right this past season, it didn't show definitely in the wins and loss column. But if you look at when he got here and the team was getting, you know, stomped on versus now we're right on the cusp of right. of doing some really great things. And we're getting to go into a, a new conference uh, next year. We're going to finish up in the ASC this year. And then next year we'll be in the uh, Southwestern Collegiate Athletic Conference with some teams that, I mean, as far as playing and talent-wise is going to put us really advantageous to really blow the doors off of off this place and, and make some big noise here. So. Yeah, We're no, that's awesome. Definitely yeah, I'm, excited. I'm, I'm familiar with him from um from his time at Hendricks. So oh yeah, um, so okay. yeah, I know he's uh he's got that stuff rolling on on the offense. Um, McMurray, when you were there, okay. So sidebar question again. This is I told you I wasn't going to spring anything on you, but I got I got one <laughs> just because I don't know time frames. Were you there with uh, Kiefer? Were you did you play with Kiefer Price? Yeah, I did. Kiefer was the center of my uh uh first and I think first and second year there. Okay, so uh, I here. He's been on the podcast before, obviously, just because um, you know he's he's an O line guy, and and back when I was back when I was good at recording episodes, he he was on. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. He had he had a lot of, I mean, shoot, word for word, similar things to say, and 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 he had um, he had nothing but praise for for Hal Mummy as well. So, um, oh, yeah. I I guess it, it, in in regards to to Mummy and the air raid, if it, you know when. when when you were an offensive coordinator, and and if if you ever get that opportunity again, are you an air raid guy? Um, so when I was when I was an offensive coordinator, I was in Oakdale, Louisiana, a little bit two A school uh, there in in Louisiana, and it was like my third year coaching. And why and how the head coach decided to make me the offensive coordinator, I will never know. <laughs> um, it was just something he was like, "Hey, you want to try?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> right. Um, we had some, you know, air raid concepts, some mesh and shallow, but as far as talent-wise, I had a quarterback that probably couldn't, you know, he could barely tell me one high versus two high. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so a lot of our stuff was was short, five and under, probably a little more run and shoot than anything, getting him out, out of the pocket, getting right. him mobile um, type deal. Um, now, in, of course, ideal perfect world situation, 
Um, you know, I, I, I love the air raid. It's, it's fun to play in. It's fun right. to coach. Um, I'm not a hundred percent. I mean, I've coached shoot coach. I was, uh, the place I was an interim coach at at Bolton high school in Louisiana. Um, man, we were a single wing team, you know, so oh boy. I have, I have coached, like I said, coached it all. When I got to, when I got into Louisiana, uh, in Oakdale, we were split back here. And then we were, of course, I, I got us a little more spread. Right. Um, when I was the offensive coordinator and then I was single wing at, uh, Oakdale. And then when I moved back to Texas, we were, I've pretty much been at spread teams since then. Okay. Um, is that's, and that's funny. That's funny. You talk about that because I know, and, and you might have the same thing when you go through interviews and coaches are, cause I've had, I've had similar experiences, you know, we've never wore a single wing, but, uh, when coaches ask you, what do you, you know, what are you, what are you comfortable coaching? gap schemes or zone schemes like i'm like my answer is always on anything like i've i've coached any style of offense option offense triple off you know like it nothing are you are you kind of the same way when you go through those processes where you know you don't i I feel like they want i feel like they want the the perfect answer but there there is none i I mean i i could no when they say gap or zone when they say gap or zone you just say yes yeah right (laughs) yes i mean if, if you don't run power and counter you're kind of, you know, kind of an idiot, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, it's just one of those things like, yeah, no, there's no right answer in that interview question. You know, are you right. a gap guy or a zone guy? There's no, as an offensive line coach. And I think to be one that's, you know, say you're knowledgeable, you got to know both. I mean, you got to know both because I mean, at any moment you could be helping, you know, if you're a gap team and you're going up against a zone team, well, you're, Chances are your DC is probably going to ask you a question at some point. Right. You got to be able to, you know, be knowledgeable enough to give him an answer and vice versa. I mean, that's one thing, you know, especially, I mean, I, I, like I said, I've been coaching for eight years, but one of my big things that like now when I talk to young guys that want to become offensive line coaches, it's like, dude, just be, be a sponge and soak up everything, everything right. that you hear. And don't one thing as far as, going places and getting ahead in your career don't don't be that guy that's like i only coach this offense right you're gonna limit yourself you know you're gonna limit yourself and lose opportunities to learn and grow as as a coach you know more so than anything else i mean to think that i was ever gonna coach on the defensive side of the ball to me is like a foreign idea until i was the defensive coordinator right (laughs) you know yeah that's no i mean it, it you're right it's be be adaptable um because yeah. you never know i mean you you never like you said you never know when when that opportunity is going to come along when your coach might say hey i need you to do this and and it, you know i know i mean i'm sure you know just as many offensive line guys who played o-line who coach defensive line and, and vice versa out there so it's you got you got to be adaptable and you got to be able to to change on the fly a little bit um yeah you know you've so you've been at, at McMurray now. I said this is your second day in the office. This is your your first college job, right? Yes. Yeah. I've I've only been at high school level before this. I mean, yeah. I started off as a student coach here at McMurray under Adam Kirby. Okay. Um, you know, so he was the guy. I I got hurt uh, senior season, blew out my shoulder third game into the year. Um, and the way it got started was he was like, hey, you know, I I've got some young guys that need some help. I don't have time to really just do the one on one stuff with them and get them up to speed, can you take them and, and help them? And I was like, you know, yeah, sure. That's 
I can't play, so I might as well help. I want to still be a part of the program and a part of the team as right. much as I could. And I, I think before that, I really had not thought of the idea of coaching. I was on another path, you know. Sure. Uh, um, and it was one of those things, like, immediately, immediately realized that I don't want to brag and say I had a knack for it, but I definitely had a passion for it. Yeah. You know, when – for me, the best moments are when you get, you know, we call them those aha moments when the light bulb clicks for a kid and they, a technique or, or a certain thing that they've been working on, you know, it just clicks one day and they don't know how, and you can't explain how it works. You can say, yeah, it was drill work and yada, 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 but they just, their body and mind connect. Right. And it's, it's firing on all cylinders at that point. That's, that's one of those things that like, I, that was <laughs> negatively to say addicting to see those moments for those kids, you know, that are, no doubt, you know, when they get that aha moment of, Hey, that works. And I understand it, you know, um, and can do it now. It, it's one of those things that you just, you, that feeling that's, that's the rush, you know, as yeah. far as when, when you talk about the mundanity of practice day to day and meetings and things like that. But when you get out there and you see it just click for a kid, that that's what makes it worth it. The frustration headaches and all that kind of trying to figure out, how do I say it 10 different ways so that maybe this way I say it clicks with this kid or I say it a different way than it clicks with another kid, you know, that kind of thing. And so that's what kind of set me on the path of, of coaching. Yeah. It's, you're right though. That aha moment is, is special. And, and it's every kid when, when it hits, every kid's different when it hits, but it, each time you're right though, it is, it is that adrenaline rush and, and kind of it, um it solidifies why, why we do it. Um, and, and, the the excitement that we have as coaches that doesn't you know not not, not just x's and o's but but being able to coach and and the true definition of, of coaching that's that's the best part um yeah. you know going in what you know my my couple questions with with going in what's um what are you most i'm trying to think of how to word this what are you what are you most excited about becoming a college coach and what are you most a little bit not apprehensive but what what are you you know what are you kind of like again i don't want to use the word nervous apprehensive, yeah. but but what's what's the biggest kind of fear you have i guess with with becoming a college coach um well i'll start off with the fear because that one's kind of easy for me yeah uh, to say and i go into this feeling and, I, and I, again uh we're, we're offensive linemen we never seek the glory type deal but for me it's one of those things of like am i good enough you know that's oh, yeah. that's that question if and, and i and i have people that tell me you know like coach kirby when i talked to him and told him about this he was like dude you're ready right you know i, I talked to some other coaches and and i even <laughs> i even got to uh, talk with coach mommy about this and he's like dude you're ready you know yeah. type deal but for me it's still in that mind of like i know there's things i don't know so there's always that fear of getting into that moment to where, and, and, and that's what pushes us as coaches to yes, learn and, and continue to grow, you know, to, to eliminate those moments. But they're, they're always there. I think if you're going to be a coach of any caliber or character, you're going to always have that, that fear in your mind of, am I prepared or are my guys prepared? Right. You know, and so making sure to do everything possible to eliminate those moments. Um, you know, I, I don't really have a, fear of recruiting it's kind of funny like that was a big thing like are you going to be able to recruit and i'm like i talked to high school for the last seven <laughs> years i've talked to high school kids every day right. i recruit technically i've been recruiting kids it's just easily because i see them every day right you know that part but um yeah definitely like a fear would be that that 
making sure that I'm prepared, my guys are prepared that yeah. to give, yeah. you know, to put the best product on the field. Um, I would, know, but I would say, I would say that's just you being a good coach, though. Like, honestly, yeah. like, uh, and like I said, that's right. It's it's because here's my thing with that because I I agree you have that 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 moment in the, you know I, I I always I always that moment in the back of your head like on any pass play I'm sitting there kind of like oh we're we gonna give up a sack or we're we gonna do this but but the the part with learning like in my opinion anytime anytime a coach doesn't want to learn or is, is you know then it's time to get out in my opinion it, it, you know if you if yeah. you go into an off season and, and say oh I'm I know everything I don't need to learn anymore then you're you're killing you, you know you're 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 kidding yourself and, and it's time to to go find another profession so I think that's those are those are pretty normal um normal aspects and and like you said the recruiting piece you've been talking to high school kids forever you you know in my opinion that puts you a, a, above some of the other guys um especially at the d3 level because you know how to talk to a kid you know how to you know you know you know what these guys are doing outside of football you know you know what they're what what video games they're playing and what tv shows they're watching you know how to talk to <laughs> yeah. them you know about things other than than football so that's yeah that's gonna put you that's gonna put you uh, uh above all those other guys anyways yeah yeah no i mean yeah that that part i mean yes there's the the technical side of convincing a kid to come to mcmurray i mean you know but for me again it goes back to being an alumni that's easy i played here went to school here graduated from here i i I, I have a love for this place that right. is, you know, you can deeply connected into my heart. Yeah, I can, I, yeah, sell it in that sense of, you know, uh, of telling them, like, I know what this place can do for you, anybody. If right. it did it for me, it can do it for anybody. You know, like, when I tell kids, you know, our God's here, you know, if I can graduate from here, trust me, you can graduate <laughs> from here. <laughs> right. No. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy to sell. It's easy to sell when you've got, um, when you've got pride and belief in, in what you're selling. So that's, 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 that's awesome. Um, yeah. So I've got to ask, I need, you gotta, you might've think hard about this one. I need your, your, your most, your most embarrassing Adam Kirby story. Cause Adam is, Adam is one of my good buddies. Um, he is, oh, he is somebody <laughs> that, that I truly enjoy talking to. Um, and, and I'm going to need, I'm going to, if you can't think of an embarrassing one, just give me your best, coach kirby story because because he's one of the good dudes in this profession oh man i, I i'm gonna get a phone call on this one it's no but... you're fine because i i literally just texted him and told him that i was gonna do this so you're you're <laughs> you're fine so <laughs> we're uh one of my I, I, one of my favorite stories to tell and you know it's it's one of those things that like if you weren't coach and you wouldn't see it these days right. he and i have right. a relationship that is unique in the fact that I could take anything he threw at me and he knew how to deal with me as an athlete. Right. You know, he, it was one of those things like he and I had a very, from day one, from the day he got at McMurray, I walked in his office and talked to him. We've had a very straightforward, open and honest relationship and friendship. So one of the things that, you know, he and I have developed is the, the ability to be straight honest with each other. And so, one of my favorite, and, and again, I'm going to get a phone call, and he's going to be like, why did you tell that story? <laughs> um, we're up in uh, Lincoln, Missouri, playing Lincoln College, and um, it was it was the year, I think it was my, one of my last years playing. Anyways, and uh, we're on the goal line, I mean one yard line, and cannot get it in. Um, couldn't get it, couldn't punch it in. 
and of course went for it on fourth down thinking we were going to get it didn't get it instead of taking the three points i'm pretty sure we still ended up winning that game uh in my mind i'd like to think we did right um but um you know we come on the sideline and, and we're tired of course it was a long series and he he is just you know red from head to toe as a solo cup and, and uh you know he gets gets on the whiteboard starts drawing and you know, he gets mad and he starts saying fourth down and the size of my dick and we can't punch it in. <laughs> um, you know, and then, of course, me being me, I was, you know, a junior, senior, upper level guy. And um, being full of myself at the time, uh, he was drawing on the whiteboard. I took the white marker, from, tried to take the white marker from him to draw something. Yeah. And he didn't like that. So... <laughs> He stands up, and of course, when you know, and this is probably why I'm gonna get a phone call from him. He stand, he he. I take the white marker from him. And he stands up, and we're still looking eye to eye because I'm six foot six, right. um, and I was sitting on the bench. And he takes the whiteboard and smacks me across the head with it, not thinking that it was gonna break, but it completely broke in half. Oh boy! <laughs> and so, <laughs> again, in in the way Adam is, I mean, you got you know him, and you gotta know him well enough to know that. If it's an embarrassing moment, he's going to follow through regardless to make it right. seem like that's what he meant to do. Um, so, you know, that's one of my, my all-time favorites because, I mean, there was that – like, I, you can't do that nowadays. Of course, kids are, are different. Right. Um, the, the culture around us is different where you can't have that kind of stuff happen. But it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I messed up. Shouldn't have done that. Let's keep moving. You know, right. and that's – that just, and some people may see that as like a negative story, but I see that as the kind of mutual respect he and I had for yeah. one another. Like, I did something wrong. Here's the consequence. Okay, cool. You know, we're still going to hug it out at the end of the game. It doesn't matter. You right. know, no, it doesn't matter. They, you're in, the, like we say, you're in the trenches, heat of the moment. Yeah. That kind of stuff. It, it doesn't, to me, it, it, the connection he and I have, that, that didn't matter. That never affected us. I love telling that story. Story and he laughs and says he doesn't remember it. It depended on what whose company we're in. Right. But then afterwards we'll laugh about it. You know all the, all the stories we have and you know the different <laughs> the shenanigans that came on here at McMurray while well we were here together. Right. No, I I, I took that as as soon as you were telling that story, I I took that as you guys had a a, a close enough relationship where he felt he could. It wasn't going to be an issue, and, and that's that's because there's. Obviously, if you guys didn't have that and he did that, then it'd be a different it'd be a different story. We probably wouldn't be talking yeah. about. But he, he felt no, comfortable he... enough that that no, I think that's that's great. That's awesome. I I that's a that's a good one because yeah, Adam Adam is not a very imposing figure. Um, and 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 I think at this point it's probably before he lost all that weight too. So he was he was a, a little probably roly poly dumpy guy at this point. But he's he's a uh, Adam's what five five one five two maybe and and he's not a yeah. he's not a very uh, imposing guy so that's awesome. I'll let you I'll let you say how tall he is. You know five one a... five eh, five, I'll go five <laughs> two and a half. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, but no, I mean, there's nobody that I mean, he he. So uh, you want a, a good story to, to kind of tie into how close he and I are. Um, when my wife and I got married, Adam was actually the one that officiated our wedding. Oh, that's uh, awesome. You know, he was the he was the guy down in front that married me and my wife. So, you know, I can tell that story in confidence of knowing that, you know, he is somebody that I, I have grown to love and, yeah. and treat as family. And his wife, Miss Rachel, is an absolute saint. And if Adam ever gets in the Hall of Fame, it should just say 
Rachel Kirby and not Adam Kirby <laughs> because she is she is a fantastic woman and you know yeah. somebody that my wife emulated early on in our, my career and has you know grown to be that same type of person that just loves you know both of them it doesn't matter that she's not the coach on the field she that family they treat you like you are their child they're you're their kid you know right. and they've got they've got two great kids and, and they're gonna be just like their dad right you know <laughs> and be great offensive line coaches as well yeah um but you know i mean that the relationship between that family and mine is is something that will last a lifetime that's know? awesome he's he again he's he is one of the absolute best people i've met in 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 this profession of coaching over 16 oh, no 15 doubt. years so that's there's uh, that's, there's no doubt that yeah. you know and i and, and i it's one of those things. I mean, he's at Captain Shreve there in Louisiana now yep. in Freeport. And, you know, it's it's one of those things. He he loves it. And, you know, he loves coaching. He loves kids. And, you know, that's that's one thing that, you know, you don't see enough of, you know. Right. And like I said, like with him being the officiant at our wedding, you know, that, that he's one of those guys. Like if you're one of his guys, you will be a, his guy until the day one of you dies. Right. You know, he he's going to love you forever and, and, and treat you like his own forever and take you in and make you, you know, one of his kids basically. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, that's a, that's a, he is, he make is sure, best, make so. sure you put that story, make sure that story makes the podcast. So he doesn't, it will, I already told him it, it will. I'm going to cut out, I'm going to cut out all the, the stuff about us talking nice about him though. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just leave the, the, the embarrassing story on there. Um, <laughs> So yeah. last question I've got for you, and and, and you you kind of talked about this before we were recording, and and you were preparing for it. But um, <clears throat> if you could build a uh, a Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen from guys you coached, played with, or just a fan of, who would be on that five man offensive line? Um, yeah, <laughs> um, you know I'm kind of I, I said I was going to do just guys that I coach, but you know I'm also going to probably probably a couple guys I played with. You know okay. I'm going to start off at at center, man, the guy that we had, uh, Kiefer is obviously one of the best centers there was. I mean, you know, Kiefer Price is is, is a great guy. And, and one of those things that it's funny when I got here, when I transferred from McMurray, I think Kiefer and I got in a fight nearly every day for two weeks straight <laughs> in, in fall camp because I, I was coming from a system to where, you know, everybody made calls and everybody, you know, talked. And it was one of those things where, here it was, you know, the center ID the front, the center ID the second the second level uh, linebackers and things like that. So I, I was over there. I would argue with him, and it was one of those things like we we probably wasted half of the practice time arguing with one another, nice. even though we were probably saying the exact same thing. Right. Um. So Kiefer definitely at center. Um. And then another guy I played with uh, here at McMurray, a guy named Daquan Bratcher, um, undersized lineman, but one of the, a great guy and a great friend of mine still to this day. Um, he was like the first guy when I announced that I was coming to McMurray, coming back home to McMurray. He was the first one to text me. You know, great guy. You know, he he is one of those guys that it, it didn't. He played right next to me at right guard. Mm -hmm. um, he, you know, it didn't matter what was what was happening. We had each other's backs uh, on and off the field, and and, and, I, and I think that still rings true to this day. Um, so definitely him at, at right guard. Uh, my right tackle is going to be um, a kid. Uh, actually, just talked to him too. Uh, a kid named Aaron McDaniel. I coached him at um, at Oakdale uh, back in my early years. Um, mm -hmm. He he ended up playing at Magnese um, over in Lake Charles, 
Um, a guy, you know, I, I love him to death. Great guy. Country as could be yeah. from the backwoods of Oakdale, Louisiana. Um, you know, a guy that he was one of those guys that I could I could beat on, you know, and, and chew out. Right. And he was just, okay, coach, gotcha. Right. You know, type type of guy. And and it, it helped that, you know, his parents and I sat next to each other at church on Sundays. So, <laughs> that, you know, it, I, I could get away with, with being a little rough on him. Um, so definitely right guard or right tackle because, I mean, he was just a guy that, you know, when it, he was one of those guys when I first got him, there weren't a lot of aha moments. Sure. And by the time he became a senior, it was just there was one right after the next, right after the next. Um, left guard is the guy. He's still playing. He's actually uh, currently at Buda Johnson High School uh, down in South Austin, uh, a kid named Sam Segura. Uh, he, he's become one of those kids. He's another one of those kids that's going to be um, one of my guys forever. Right. You know, whether, whether, whether we're able to recruit him and get him here to McMurray, he's one of those guys that, um, you know, family and I are, are close. Um, they threw me a, they actually threw me a going away party when I'm, when I moved up here, yeah. um, you know, type deal, but a kind of kid that, you know, has a high love for the game and, and a high motor and, and it didn't matter what was thrown at him. He was trying to, trying to adjust, trying to learn, and, you know, always one to after practice, Hey coach, what can I do more? What can I do more? Um, so definitely him there left tackle is kind of a, a toss up. I mean, I, I definitely want to mention, you know, shout out my guy. Uh, I got to coach at Beaumont Westbrook, Dan Moore, who's now mm -hmm. the left tackle, left tackle for the Steelers. And if I had to say the the absolute best left tackle I had ever coached, it would definitely be him. But if I had to talk about a guy that just has become, you know, near and dear to me is a guy, another guy from Oakdale uh, named Garrett Kingan. Um, he was one of those guys when when I first met him, I was like, I, this kid will never play for me. <laughs> um, and not just not because he was not athletic, he was very athletic, and but he was you know skinny as a rail at the time, yeah. but filled out and he ended up being a guy that like he he and I again I mentioned these people because they're relationship people people I've built relationships with. Absolutely. I mean, Garrett was a kid when when he went off to college, um, when he came home the first time with a girlfriend, he didn't take him he didn't take her to to mama first. She took him over to my house to meet me and my wife. Yeah our seal of approval before he took took her home to mama wow you know that's just kind of one of those guys i mean he he didn't end up playing in college he probably could have had some opportunities if he'd have wanted to uh but you know one of those guys that you just you built that relationship with and put in the work and and, and had a lot of aha moments had a lot of struggles but somebody that's become you know a guy that'll be my guy forever right you know it, it's funny you say that because i can i i know two of the Two of probably the best guys I've ever coached at, at the high school level. Both had honestly, both had size. Both both could do it. Neither of them played college football, and it, it's it's crazy just because, um, you know, it's not for everybody, unfortunately. Yeah. And and these the, they but yeah, it's it's funny you say that because they those two guys that as soon as you mentioned that those two guys both popped in my head. But anyways, um, well, coach, good list. Uh, do me a favor before we get you out of here. Drop your Twitter handle um, and anything else you want the listeners to know uh, about yourself. Uh, you know, my Twitter handle is oh, it's at Coach M Newbie. Sorry, I just changed it. <laughs> <laughs> I just changed it. Uh, Coach M Newbie, uh, N E W B Y. Um, you know, if if I had to give any advice to to you know recruits out there, young guys, is 
you know, as now that being a Division three coach, you know, there's there's opportunities there. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't think that just because you may be undersized at a team you're at, that that doesn't mean there's not some there's not somewhere for you to call home. You know, keep keep pushing and keep keep working. Um, and then you know, talking to the young offensive line coaches out there, guys. You know, one of the biggest things that um, for me is you know, learning to know what you don't know. You know, know there's there's always room to grow, always room to develop. And I mean, I, I definitely by all, any no means have everything figured out. And I mean, I, I we started our install meetings yesterday, and I, I'm still learning. You know, I'm learning stuff that, you know, I've either never heard or you know heard it a different way. And that's one of the big things is be able to adjust and adapt. You know, if you if you can adjust and adapt and love love football, but more importantly, love the kids that you coach, you'll, you'll, the rewards you get, you know, we're not in this for the money by any stretch of the imagination. The rewards you will get in life is, is vastly more than anything a dollar could ever do for you. Right. No, absolutely. I think that's awesome. That's, that's a, especially great message to give to those young guys and, and to recruits. And um, yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on first thing this morning, coach. No, uh, no, you know, not a problem. Best, best of luck to you. As you guys move forward, excited to watch you guys from afar and, and uh, looking yeah. forward to the success you guys have and uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to, to just talking some more football with you sometime soon. So, Yeah, no, definitely, man. We're going to – this next season, we're going to as – we, as we say here, we're going to find a way. We're going to find a way to keep pushing it forward, keep moving this program forward, and, and we're definitely looking forward to the 24 season. We move into the uh, SCAC and, and to do some big things and make some noise there and – um, so definitely follow us at McMurray Football on Twitter and uh, follow along on the journey. Awesome. Well, Coach, I appreciate it. Best of luck and uh, looking forward to talk soon. Absolutely, Coach. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. The Hog Football Podcast is brought to you by the online clinic at Chief Pigskin. The online clinic by Chief Pigskin is a collection of coaching content from over a decade of travels from a high school coach. With video quality that is unmatched, you should check them out at clinic.chiefpigskin.com.